Hi, welcome to the Holy Fuck Podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Roxo, author of Fuck Like a Goddess, creator of Radical Awakenings, transformational coach, and student of life. I'm here to stand with you asking questions about what is sacred and what is profane and the space between. Enjoy. Hello, my beloveds. Coming to you today with some of my solo musings, considerations, insights, you know, the good stuff. Oh, so I was thinking about this morning as I was on my Peloton bike, how what it means to be a modern woman and a modern mystical woman and how um, we just defy boxes. And I was just thinking about the different types of women that I know that fit into this category. And I was just feeling this deep normalization that I want to talk to you about. So here's the thing. In the sort of spiritual feminine community, broadly speaking, via the internet mostly, <laughs> I I got into this phase where I read my femininity as needing to be like so, soft and slow to contrast or heal from my femininity moving hot and fast and intensely a lot of my life. And it's interesting because I think what happens in in a lot of our healing journeys is we kind of go we can we can be in an energetic that is partially patterned from wounding or societal conditioning and then is partially actually who we are but we have to in order to unpick those the weave of those things we have to really step away from it for a while and so I'll give you an example. So for me, I've been like an overachiever, type A doer since I was like 12. A lot of this has come from trauma, childhood trauma, um, growing up around certain types of addictions that cause you to grow up too fast and have to caretake for everyone around you, um, become a perfect child because everyone else around you is a mess, et cetera. Um, and so then that that pattern or that kind of part of my beingness was born from dysfunction, but then actually became sort of awesome in a way, but had a deep shadow side that created burnout, adrenal burnout, um, overfunctioning, overdoing, too much doing, etc. So for me on my journey, I was like, and I talked about this in my book, Fuck Like a Goddess, Heal Yourself, Reclaim Your Voice, Stand in Your Power. Um, I talked about how I needed to really soften and slow down and heal my menstrual cycle, heal my adrenals. Talked about that less in the book. Um, and learn how to operate at a different frequency. And so in order to do that, I had to kind of completely step out of that old energetic. And this is what happens in order for us to kind of detox from the, the toxic part of something we have to put it aside for a while. However, now years have passed. I've totally tended to the softer and slower parts of my being. I've healed my menstrual cycle. I've healed my adrenals as much as possible. Um, I 
I don't overfunction. I don't overschedule. I don't overdo. Uh, I don't overachieve anymore. And now I'm finding that my natural cadence of doing and, and excitement and um, achievement and functioning is coming back from a place of wholeness and not a place of um, trauma or dysfunction or self-protection or self-sufficiency. You know, uh, and I was reflecting on this this morning because, <laughs> funny, so I was at a friend's house recently and she has a Peloton in her living room. And I said, oh, do you, do you love it so much? And she said, yeah. And I said, who are the teachers that you um, love their classes? And she told me their names. And I said, oh, I don't. I don't go to their classes. I I really like um, this teacher named Robin. Um, and she's this New Yorker, like powerful, fiery. And she was like, oh my God, she's way too intense for me. And I was kind of laughing and I was like, oh, I, I her intensity feels really good to me. It's so fun. And I was reflecting that that level of intensity no longer triggered me because I had healed with my own. I had healed with my own kind of over over functioning or over burning bright. And so now I'm in a place of integration where I can engage with that level of doing or fire uh, and, and from the place that is my soul. Because th- to be honest, I got a fiery soul. It's not in my astrology. I don't have fire in my chart. Um, I mean, not. I have some planets in the houses that have fire, like in a house ruled by fire sign, but I don't have a lot of just traditional fire. But I just have passion in my soul, right? I just know that. My parents both said I came out like fiery, like jumping on tables at restaurants. Like I remember being like seven years old, walking up to a table at a restaurant in Miami, picking up a bottle of Tabasco sauce, opening my mouth and pouring it into my mouth. I remember it hurt so bad. <laughs> for some reason, that that moment is such a metaphor for my whole life. <laughs> oh my God just oh hilarious how we are we just we don't stray that far at the end of the day from how we arrived so i was just thinking about this this morning and how in the spiritual scene there's this like it's almost like the pendulum has swung to oh if you're a woman who is like a little bit more of a doer or uh fiery or like getting shit done or achieving then you're not like the juicy, soft goddess, pleasure goddess, right? Um, and I'm realizing that I'm currently debunking that. Like I can be as mystical, as deep, as sensual, as pleasure-filled, as loving from the heart, and also still be a badass. And I had been studying with a few teachers in the last few years who really were poo-pooing the sort of badass um, powerful woman vibes because there's a shadow to it because culturally there has been sort of a place where we've become almost too identified with that, right? Too much badassery, too much feminist, feminist, feminist intensity. And anything in excess can create toxic toxins, right? Um, but now I'm realizing that the integration and the nuance is key. It's key. And so if any, if you're if you're studying from any teacher who says, you know, who 
judges or has opinions about either of those energetics in the feminine, I would say be be very careful because um, all of them are amazing. <laughs> and it all really depends who you are, what you've been through, where you're going, what to, what in your own body created shadow or toxicity or uh, dysfunction, what you needed to heal around. So I, there's like, I love having groups of women that have, that kind of fall on the different extremes. Like I love having cl female clients or women in my mastermind that are the overachievers, the high burners that need to chill the fuck out. And I love helping them to soften, to find the part of them that is slower, that is more sensual, that less identifies with their doing and their achievements and their external. I love that. I love helping women find that. And on the flip side, I love helping women who are tender and soft and already super sensual. I love helping them find their fire and their action in the world. Because neither is good or bad, and neither is more spiritual. And that's what I kind of wanted to focus on today. It's like, evaluate where you are, right? Evaluate where you are. Do not let any teacher book, public person tell you that there is a way, because there is not. Because I don't know what you've been through. I don't know how, if you run hot or cold, if you run fire or water, if you're just super earthy and you need more fire, if you're super watery and you need more earth, I don't know. I don't know what kind of traumas that you've been through that have created certain patternings in your embodiment. And so when I work with women, I am treating every woman in the room differently. And none of my teachings are blanket statements. I was talking to another friend yesterday we we're sitting on the couch and I was like, you know, those teachers who teach publicly and they speak in absolutes and it's really hypnotic because they speak in these absolutes like it's this way. And something about that level of certainty feels like such a relief to our nervous systems that we sort of fall into it. And I was talking to my friend and I was like, I can't look at that stuff anymore because I know that there's like this kind of shady hypnosis behind it. And I was like, maybe they're all learning from the same um, kind of mind programming coaches or something. <laughs> I'm like, here's how you write the marketing content. That's that really pulls people in because you use and you leverage that you're like, I changed my life. And now every day I feel like this right? Or like, I treat my man like this. And every day now, I feel the most ecstasy ever. And we were just laughing about that because life is just so much more nuanced. It just is. And so if you feel yourself kind of being hypnotized or mesmerized by that kind of marketing, take a step back, my love, take a step back. Because each one of you is so different so different. And so I love working in groups where I create processes and practices that meet each woman's patterns, nervous system, and body. And like, I would never prescribe the same thing to, to each woman, especially because it's the different phases, right? Like I was just saying that me, when I was 30, I needed to chill the fuck out. 
I mean, I, there was a time where I had like probably two to three coffees a day. Yikes. Now I can barely handle one. So if I were giving coaching or mentorship or teaching to my 30-year-old self, it would be completely different than my 25-year-old self or my 35-year-old self. I'm 39 now. And so I was just reflecting on how amazing it is to be a woman who you move through different phases and you integrate. So now I fucking love getting lit on the Peloton with this powerhouse teacher from New York who is fucking turbo as fuck. I love it. Love it. I love it. She plays intense, fun, hip hop, 90s, all of it. And um and I don't feel like I'm back on the sauce. You know, I don't feel like I'm back on the turbo overachiever, high octane burnout sauce, adrenal burn. I don't. I'm like, I'm tapping into that for 30 minutes and I'm appreciating it. But I had to be in recovery around it for a long time. I had to be a recover in recovery around that overachieving, high, high burning, overdoing, fast paced um, self for a while in order to now actually fucking appreciate her. Like when I, when I want to get things done, I get shit done. And, you know, one of my friends, Moon, is always like, you're crazy like that. Like I see you and you just, you can just power through and get so much done and uh, create and write and do all this stuff. and um, I think for a while I felt some shame around that. Like I'm over-functioning. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not as goddess-like or spiritual. <laughs> and um, and now I'm like, well, no, that's a part of how I am. That's a part of how Shakti or the goddess moves through me. How cool. I would never want to just sweep that under a rug because some teacher told me that it was less feminine or that it was... Um, you know, too much in some way, like too pushy, too achievey, too masculine. That's one I haven't heard in a while, but you know, that is one I've heard. I remember when I was at this workshop in LA and one of the teachers, it was a sacred intimacy workshop. And one of the teachers said, well, you have a really big masculine side. So it's going to take a man with a much bigger masculine side to meet you. I just remember being like, what the actual fuck? I have a really big masculine side. no, no, bitch. I have a really strong Athena, powerful, moving forward goddess of creation and writing and making things in the world and manifesting in the world. That is not a masculine side. Excuse me. Uh, he said that in front of a room full of people. And I just remember I felt so like something was wrong with me. Like something was wrong with me because I had had the gall to write and direct and raise money for my own feature film at age 24 that played in festivals that I sold to distribution, that I had the, the gall to write and direct with a friend, a web series that was featured in tons of publications, that I had produced a million-dollar feature film that I'd also acted in that I had directed commercials for United Airlines and some other really companies that I'm a little bit, um, you know, embarrassed about, but we'll leave aside. I was, and then I was, I had just gotten a book deal and I'm sitting here going, oh, my masculine side is too intimidating for men. That's not my masculine side. That is the goddess moving 
through me, creating through me. Because all of my creations have been about presencing women's stories, women's voices, and bringing the divine feminine back into this reality in all her iterations, not just soft and sweet, but her fire, her intensity, her sexuality, all of it. So the things that we take in can sometimes really fuck us up and shape us. And nothing is, is, is you know, sort of un, un, unfuckable <laughs> un, uh, when it comes to like, you know, things that you've taken in. But I would just say, be, be, be aware that who you are and how you are as a woman is perfect. And if you notice that you have a tendency towards one thing or another, and maybe that tendency is born from dysfunction or from trauma. That's part of your next curriculum. Great. I was in recovery for my over, over fire, overheat, too much, too much fire energy. I was in recovery for that for what, like six, seven years. And now I'm integration and in the integration of it. But imagine if I had just been like, oh, I'm just going to stay in this kind of soft, feminine, sweet, gentle, pleasurable, and abandon the truth of my soul, which is intense. <laughs> that would be such a miss, you know? And I wonder if there are women out there who are dogmatically following teachers or ideas that are being put forth on the internet. And they're like, oh, this is what it means to be a woman. This is what it means to be a spiritual woman. This is what it means to be... Um, you know, a sensual spiritual woman. I have to do this and that. Instead of just going, oh, I can still be intellectual as fuck. I can still be completely powerful in my manifestations. But it's really, a, it's a balancing act, right? Because anything, if you go too far in a direction, is not healthy. For long periods of time, you may have a certain time where you need to go far in one direction and then you need to kind of come back and tend to the other parts of you. I've been in a really deep heart healing, heart tending the last few years, coming into partnership with my partner and healing some of my deepest childhood wounds that could only be healed within a really safe container, deep container with someone who... Um, had the capacity to meet me there, very much soulmate. And so some of my writing and work has been focused around that. Does that mean that that's all that I am now? No. If I, in three years or two years, I'll be writing or sharing about something else. I'm not going to over-identify with everything I go through and make that like my my brand forever and ever. And amen. Or make that my vibe forever and ever. Amen. No way. I'm going to keep integrating and expanding and moving and feeling and being cyclical. And I'm going to honor that I know who my soul is. And she is fiery. She doesn't have a big masculine. She's powerful. And she gets things done. And she creates a manifest in the world. So... My God, I can't believe I feel I feel angry just remembering that <laughs> workshop, you guys. <laughs> oh God, the things that we do, you know, it's part of the karma. I'm not a victim to that at all. It's actually good because it gives me that reminder of the truth of who I am now. But I was just feeling that to be an awakened, mystical, spiritual woman, there is 
zero formula. You do her, them, all of it, however you wish. You be soft some days, sensual some days. You be wild some days. You be strong as fuck some days. And you let yourself be just like nature, be all of it. And then you notice, ooh, I'm going way too far in this direction. I'm, I'm, I'm needing to clean that one or to recover that one or to be in recovery. My, my internal, my sexuality had to go into deep recovery. My inner sacred slut was not so sacred many days. <laughs> and so I couldn't embody that for a while because she was in recovery. She was in healing school. And, um, and I had to, I had to step away from, you know, letting her be kind of public and, and really expressed because there was dysfunction and shadow and pain interwoven in her siren's call. And that was big. It's kind of boring to put that part of me away. I'm just now going, oh, well, she can come back out again because she's, she's been, been healed for lack of better words. Um, and she'll come out in a completely different way now because I've changed and I'm not that maiden who is like, look at me, look at me, look at me. Though I still like to be looked at. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm sure you do too. There's nothing wrong with that. It's amazing. Love it. Appreciate it. One of, one of my clients said the other day, I'm an attention whore and I love it. And I was like, yes, there's nothing wrong with that. Any spiritual space that judges you and brings dogma that says this type of woman is wrong. This type of thing is wrong. Get the hell out of there. <laughs> Seriously. I have been in those spaces and um, I just, I don't know. There's something, there's, there, there can be sometimes these magnetic teachings that keep you in those spaces. And then you're like, but wait, but in order to be in this space, I can't be this and I can't be that. And I can't be that. And um yeah, no, that just doesn't fly anymore. Doesn't fly anymore. Anywho, so that was my share for today. I hope that it brought you something, right? Some sort of self-acceptance, some sort of uh, place of just being in a, the relief of where you are is perfect, who you are is perfect. The goddess is how she is in, in a million iterations. Not one is better than the other and no way that it should be a monoculture around how mystical, spiritual, sensual women, women show up in the world. Let us please show up in all the different ways, just like all of the, you know, incredible iterations of nature on this planet. Like, let's be careful that we don't look at the internet and just become a mono, uh, you know, homogenous interpretation of what it means to be a spiritual woman. Let us stay free and stay freaky. And stay weird right okay love you guys have a great day um hit me up on socials if anything here touched your heart bye thank you so much for listening to today's podcast for more 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 follow me on ig at alexandra roxo and you can get on my mailing list where i send poems practices rituals links to upcoming retreats and events and all kinds of goodies and if this podcast has touched your heart, please let us know. Please write us a review, give us a five-star rating, all of that. It means a lot to myself and everyone involved. Big, big love, my darling. Have a fabulous day and see you again very soon.